Welcome, everyone, to the Energy Advisors Podcast. I'm your host, Rex, that energy guy. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about um, what I call retail wind. A lot of people might look at it as residential, but it's um, residential and small business. So we'll talk about that today, introduce the topics, and talk about some of the innovations and comparisons. But before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors in the show, our good friends over at Valor Solar. If you live in the Rocky Mountain states of Colorado, Utah, Idaho, Nevada, or Arizona, they are the top choice. And that's not me just saying that or them. The public has spoken. They're the top rated in, uh, I know for Colorado for sure, and up and coming in those other states. So it's great to partner with them. Integrity matters. It always matters. You want to get the correct information so you're not being misled. You, uh, while you're educating yourself, then you want to have a great experience with integrity, deploying it, and then also your long-term maintenance. So thankful to our friends at uh, Valor Solar. If you want to get connected to them, it's really simple. Go to the energyadvisors.today website, fill out the form, and we'll get you connected to them. And then I'm excited to announce a new partnership in the program. It's our friends over at the Go Green Community Initiative. Now, this is a really good idea. Go Green Community Initiative is a nonprofit that is out with a mission to help educate the consumers, um, and I would call them retail uh, solar and retail um, wind and those types of applications for to help them understand what can be done with energy today. You know, a lot of people don't understand the current laws, the the uh, tax credits, the financial aspects of it, what they can do to generate power, what they can do to conserve power. So we want to welcome them to the program. Thanks for their support, doing some amazing things of educating the consumer out there. And because they're a nonprofit, they don't have anything to sell. They're just helping people get the information in renewable energies for both generation and conservation. Want to get in touch with them? Of course, it's always easy. Go to energyadvisors.today, fill out the form, and we will get you connected to what they're doing in your local community. Okay, so with those things out of the way, I want to talk about what I call retail wind. So that's comprised of both residential wind systems and then also small business. So these are not the large wind farms that we see out in remote areas or out in the ocean. These are wind turbine systems to generate power for buildings as small as a shed uh, for your own individual home. And it's very impactful because there's been some major innovations in the capabilities. But to put things in perspective, let's talk about the technology that we've seen the most. And those are the large scale wind farm uh, systems, the power generation turbines there. Now, in wind, there are two terms people need to get familiar with. There's one, cut-in speed, and then two, cut-out speed. And it's what you think. Cut-in speed is when the wind is blowing fast enough to start the turbine blades to move and start generating electricity. Cut-out is, oh my goodness, we got to put the brakes on, things are going too fast, and we might damage the current engineered sized uh, capacities of the turbine. So there's a start point and a stop point. Well, 
to help us put things in perspective, the large-scale industrial-sized uh, wind farm turbines, their cut-in speed is generally around 9 to 10 miles per hour. So a lot of people would think it would take more than that, but no, it's 9 to 10 miles an hour. That's pretty amazing engineering once you stop and think about it. Their cutout speed, again, depending on the manufacturer, is generally somewhere between 55 and 60 miles per hour. So people uh, will basically um, see those windmills stopped and the wind will be blown. Well, that's because it's blowing too fast. So the way those are engineered right now, um, they have to shut them down to prevent damage to the generation systems. Well, retail wind is no different, except the numbers are a wide, excuse me, a lot wider range. So the cut-in rate of wind speed for starting at the smaller ones can be as low as 4.2 miles per hour. 4.2 miles per hour, that's not a very fast wind. And in most cases, that's kind of a light breeze, a gentle breeze that can be blowing. So you have a cut-in speed of 4.2 miles per hour, which is less than half of a commercial large-scale turbine. Then the cut-out um, speed, it's going to depending on the models, uh, anywhere from the same range, roughly 50 uh, miles per hour, or in some of them clear up to 110 miles per hour when the brakes need to be put on. So it makes it very durable, a wide range of wind speeds that can work. Now, to do comparisons and talk about technology, I say this all the time with anything in energy. The first way that you have to say when it comes to anything on performance is depends. Depends on, because every use case is going to be a little different. But let's compare real basically now um, some of the capacities so you can get an idea how far uh, retail wind has come. If you look at the most advanced or the most commonly sold and purchased um, panels, so PV panels uh, for solar, those are running at a 400 watt output per hour. Again, depends how much sun, intensity, time of year, azimuth, everything. But in general, as a measuring stick, a baseline, 400 watts per hour. Well, our friends over in the wind categories, based on advanced uh, development and new innovations, they start off on the smaller systems at 400 watts per hour, bump up to 600 watts per hour, and you can even get uh, a system that does 1,500 watts per hour. So at the top end of these retail type uh, wind systems, it's almost four times as much. Okay, well, let's throw in the caveat, depends, okay? Just like any of the renewable technologies for power generation, they work great when they're working and when they're not working, well, they are basically a nice decorative piece to our property. That's one way to put it. But it's impressive to think that these new retail systems are effect effectively putting out the same amount of power as a single solar panel. Now, okay, when you power your house, let's say you're gonna put up a six kilowatt power system, you're gonna have a lot of solar panels on your roof. 
you would have to do the same matching technology, but let's say it would have to be, let's say about a fourth of the number of uh, wind turbine systems. Not everybody's gonna do that, but you're gonna start to see this happening more and more. And you're gonna come up with uh, people who have a hybrid system, meaning that they may have solar as one power generating system and wind. Now I'm adding wind very soon to my con home configuration because it doesn't hurt for me to create more electricity and my excess electricity, thanks to net metering, gets to go back on the grid and my wonderful local power monopoly gets to buy that from me at a one-to-one -one ratio. So it's really interesting. You know, I, I didn't really, until I'd done a deep dive, have a full understanding about the capacities of the uh, wind, the retail wind system. So it's it's rather impressive. Now, an advantage over solar compared to this is that solar is going to give you that type of productivity throughout the day. Uh, in most cases, you're not going to have a day that is really dark at one part of the day and light the rest of the day, you're going to have a consistency of that power flow. Now, of course, you know, storms roll in. I'm not trying to make a use case of every weather situation, all right? But in general, it's going to be a more consistent flow of power generation. Now, wind is a little different technology, <laughs> technology, a little different aspect of our world because it's not as consistent. You might have gusts that'll go up to 50 miles an hour when you are expecting 20 mile an hour uh, wind on a particular day. Here in Colorado, we have the jet stream that drops off the Rocky Mountains and it gives us lots of wind. That's why when you come and land at our big, beautiful airport, you might experience some turbulence getting in and out. But here in Colorado, we have a decent amount of wind. Now it's not as windy as our friends up in Wyoming, I always laugh because we go through Wyoming a lot and uh, the wonderful cities of Laramie and Cheyenne are tied for second place on a consistent average daily speed. Those communities have a 12 mile an hour per wind. That's every day average. And the number one community is Rollins, which Rollins is a rather remote place along I-80 but that has almost a 14 um, mile per hour average day. So that's a little windier than most places. But the point I'm trying to make is the fact that the, I don't know if it's a downside, but the different attribute of wind is it's not going to be as consistent as uh, your solar, but it's a great contributor. When you look pound for pound, it is an amazing contribution to a personal or small business uh, power plant because my house is a power plant. Now I'm adding my wind generation uh, systems in here just shortly and I'm excited about that because I can back meter that to the grid. So that's the first place I wanted to, to start on this series I'm gonna be doing on retail wind. I'm gonna do a deep dive. We've got uh, some representatives from the engineering uh, department to come on from um, our good friends at Automax, and we're going to talk about how it's engineered, innovations have been taking place. But today was to get a, a baseline established to understand that, yes, the technology has increased amazingly. 
You have great power generation. Again, depends when the wind is blowing, but it's a great renewable energy source for your home or small business. All right. Thank you for tuning in today. Always glad to have you. Don't forget to subscribe on any of the the uh, wonderful video platforms that we're on. And don't forget to follow or bookmark us on any of your favorite podcasting uh, networks because they're out there and we are found just about everyone where you can find. And a small celebratory moment for the show, or I guess the podcast, is we've picked up listeners in our 13th country. So stay tuned, come along, follow us, and we will continue to talk everything we can think of and find in the amazing field of energy. Never at any point in time has it been more critical. All right. So until next time, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to comment, all that fun stuff. And as I say every day, thanks and make it a great day.